Whoa, hello, welcome, episode number 64 64. of the Fresher and Parland show. I am Chorus. I'm Chorus? I'm Chorus. (laughs) That's the most un-of course thing that I've ever heard. I am, of course. (laughs) Of course I'm right. (laughs) Of of course is a horse, of course, of course. Uh, I am Parland. I am Parlance. And I am Fresher. Uh, 64 of these puppies. Doing well. Man, how many... We had, like, dozen words before. That's, like... It's got, that's, like, even. We're, like, 64-bit now, basically. Pretty we're much. In, um, modern... We're caught up with iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think we're more stylish and more wanted than an iPhone. I think we have better technology. <laughs> Uh, so speaking of technology, we'll just get right into this puppy. Boom! I saw Avengers <laughs> 2 this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't I did. see that. Yet. Yeah, you, you, you should see it. It's, Is uh, it it's not bad. It's not bad. I heard, like, people didn't like it. Yeah. It's, do you like superhero movies? They're all right. <laughs> then that will be exactly how you feel when you come out of there. That's what I, yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah, it's not terrible. Uh, the reason why I said, t- speaking of technology, is of course they build an Ultron. Oh yeah. yeah. Wait, they build him? I thought he's an alien. No, uh, he's he is done by Tony Tony Stark, Iron Man, and oh, he the, makes Ultron and Bruce Banner sort of like monkey around with stuff and end up making him. Yeah. Oh what? But I thought he was an alien. Well, I think he comes from alien technology, but Did he's they get alien technology. Yes, they they cracked open. By the way, this is like massive spoiler alert. If you, <laughs> this uh, by the way, all of our listeners, I think this is going to be a spoiler alert episode because it's on our agenda to talk about Game of Thrones later too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, pretty much. If you if you like spoilers, then this is the show for you. But yeah, no, I'm, um, I'm going to tweet right now. Uh, hashtag spoiler alert tonight's episode. And but there's plenty of people who probably know way more about what I'm about to talk about. And I heard, I heard Jason Kirk of Podvocacy said he could stay up late this tonight because he doesn't have to go to work on Friday tomorrow. Yeah. So he may be listening and maybe he could tweet at us at Fresh and Par to tell us what I'm getting wrong because I'm probably going to get something wrong here. But essentially, Loki staff. Do you know who Loki is? Uh, maybe. Like, he was one of the evil guys or whatever. Right. At the end of, I believe it was Thor 2, Loki's staff was, like, taken away and somehow found its way into the hands of, like, these evil people. Yeah, I mean, I remember, kind of, yeah. I mean, because that was the whole thing was Loki was his cousin or whatever, and he came and... He was the brother of Thor. He messed up. He's a brother? Oh, I thought it was, like, cousin or something. Of course you would think that. You think all cousins are evil. You and your cousin conspiracies. (laughs) Dude, my cousins are cool. Yeah, right. Who else is who else has bad cousins? Bad cousins? I could probably think of uh, I'm going to think off the top of my head if I were some sort of uber pop culture nerd. I feel like def- you're just buying time now to think of stuff. I'm going to look it up right now. Evil cousins. Evil <laughs> and all of this came up and I'm going to look it up. Evil cousins. <laughs> off the top of my head, I'm going to look it up. Anyway, um <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's a Facebook page called Cousins Are Evil. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's probably a standard uh, standard idea. So anyway, the uh, 
the Ultron, right? Ultron, yes. Sorry, thank you. Bringing me back on track. <laughs> um, so they they crack open Loki's uh, staff or his spear or whatever. You know the thing he would touch people to like make them oh, do yeah, stuff. That's right. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, inside there is some sort of like bio computer thing. And they build and, that into a robot. That's like a horrible idea. No, 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 no. They there was like some sort of processing things. That I again, I'm, I'm. It wasn't a robot. Essentially, it was like some sort of really good computer that they thought they could use to make an artificial intelligence to protect the Earth. That sounds like a bad idea. But yeah, no, okay. I'm well, a it wasn't bad. To see it, it now. It was a bad idea. It was a terrible idea. <laughs> um. And they were giving Tony Stark shit about it the whole time. And he's like, oh, he's just trying to do right. But long story short, Scarlet Witch yeah. is in it. And she kind of sort of has this ability to like manipulate your thoughts and put you into kind of like a nightmarish dream state. Yeah, I never and heard that character. She is in the, in the novels. She's actually a mutant, I believe. She's the daughter of Magneto. But in this Wait, world... So this is X-Men in it? I didn't know X-Men was even in this thing. All right, so hold up. Hold your horses. So technically, Fox owns the rights to the mutant universe, okay? So Marvel, for the movie universe. So Marvel, which owns the rights to essentially superheroes outside of Spider-Man. Yeah. um, Which I believe Fox owns. And and maybe Sony. Yeah, you're right. Sony and Fantastic. Knowledge. And, also, and, Jason says Ultron's AI comes from the Mind Gem and Loki's staff. It's a Mind Gem, dude. It's not a <laughs> Duh. The Mind Gem. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It does come from the Mind Gem. Um, so anyway, the uh, <laughs> where was I? Mind Gems. I don't know. Anyway, Scar. Oh yeah. So here's I the like thing. how I know nothing about this, and I'm clowning on you for like explaining it to me. <laughs> so essentially. Scarlet Witch in the comic books is a mutant, but they re- the comic books redid Scarlet Witch and a number of characters so they could fit it and shoehorn it into the movie universe. So they actually changed the way that Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. So Quicksilver, did you see X Men's Days of Future Past? Oh, I wanted to see that. We were talking about that the other day. That's so, like the only X one I want to see. I mean, I like the other ones, but so the that there's a scene in that one where there's a character that's sort of quick. It's essentially Quicksilver. Yeah, and so he technically lives in that universe as well, but they changed the, the 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 origin story in the movie because he acquired his powers through scientific research with the Mind Stone or whatever the Loki thing. Oh, with so, the Loki thing, so he has the Loki power. No, he could run really fast and has a really high metabolism. Oh, so that lame. so he's like the Flash, pretty much. And then um, Scarlet Witch has like the she's like crazy. She has a lot of power. She could like shoot red red beams of light like balls of light out of her hand um and she could like touch your 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 head and like implant memories into your brain so uh so anyway she did that to tony stark at the beginning of the movie and and tony stark's nightmare um, this is like hashtag big time spoilers his nightmare was (laughs) essentially there's a wormhole apparently i don't remember this happening but there's a wormhole that opened up above earth at some point in this world and his dream was like alien ships coming down and destroying everyone and all the all the avengers were dead so he he was like it was a dream right it was a dream it was it or wasn't it that's the point so he got really motivated to make ultron which would be this like computer sentient uh, being um, that would essentially protect Earth. 
Yeah. So that's that. And I don't I won't go into too much specifics, but there are some new characters introduced. Um and at the end, this is a big spoiler, but I won't give <laughs> is that they, they potentially unveil a brand new set of Avengers. Is it the X-Men? Because that's what it sounds like it would be. No, it's not the X-Men. Crazy. So yeah, I'll that, probably still see it, I guess. Yeah, it's uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's pretty good. It's 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 what you would expect from a, I would say from a event. It didn't like blow me away. Like I felt Winter Soldiers was better. Guardians of the Galaxy was obviously better. Yeah, it's, it's I, Guardians of the Galaxy still is probably one of. I actually want to rewatch that. Like it's out on everything now, right? No, I believe. I mean, it is available for on Stars, I believe, on streaming. So if That's you have it? that, you can't like. It's not like on DVD or Blu-ray or something. It definitely is on those things, but you don't believe in discs, so why are you even yeah, saying no, that? But I mean, if it's on those, then it exists everywhere. <laughs> okay, all right. So what you're saying is it's available to steal off the internet. I mean, it's available, like it's released. It's released. It's everywhere. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll. Uh, mm-hmm. Buy the Blu-ray and then just download it as my backup copy because that's legal. That is legal. Or you could just buy a Blu-ray with the ultraviolet code and have it already a uh, a backup copy. Well, then it already is on the internet if I can do that. Yeah, it's out there, man. It's out there. It exists. Uh, Well, I could just watch it in streaming because I have, you know, you have it too, don't you? Probably, yeah. Yeah, so you could just stream it on your your device anyway. Anyway. Um. Speaking of uh, streaming, uh, big. This is kind of a sort of a big week. I feel like for Netflix, they're they released uh, the Wachow, you know, the Wachowski siblings. Actually, I believe they're oh, now yeah, just eight, right. Yeah, I believe it's now just called. They're now just called the Wachowskis. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I looked. Um, oh, we talked about this last week, and I had looked up the picture like right at the time. The very uh, convincing woman. So I I. Uh, I watched so last week I was saying oh it's coming it's coming out I'm excited about it so I watched the first two and a half episodes two point five the whole thing came out though right yeah it's all available and uh, it's it's slow it's really <laughs> slow slower than Game of Thrones it's because it's pretty slow too that's that's slow well I don't know let's see this is only we'll see let me watch nine episodes and see how I feel about it but very slow but also uh, that for sure. It's oh, I mean, it's beautiful. It's I was beautiful. telling someone else about that uh, this weekend when I went to my friend's cabin at Lake Cleelum, or the in not it's not a lake; it was a river, but in Cleelum. But uh, yeah, I was telling them about Sense Eight, but I um, couldn't remember what it was called. And oh, actually, this wasn't at the lake. This is when I at my friend Bryce's house. But great story. Yeah, I'm. I <laughs> remember to change. Anyways, I didn't remember what it was called at all, at all, and I just remember that it was by the Wachowski whatever. I didn't even remember their name, and so like, and it had Saeed in it. Like, so, <laughs> so like, we uh just like there was we had a competition for because we found out what it was earlier based on something else that he searched. But I was saying that was enough information. You just search Saeed and uh the however i wrote it and i spelled it wrong on my search and it was still on the first page of google like wow. since eight as a thing but he said that didn't count because we had to scroll down it was below the fold oh, on a bull, bull monitor. first but it was first, still the first page first page yeah Ooh. i think that counts and we had like probably a five minute argument whether that counts or not because like i'm not going to scroll down 
Um, I don't know. Speaking of search, I had uh, so our we are the person who runs SEO for where we work, which we work at a very big company. I don't want to name names, but you wait, probably you can... have an SEO person. I didn't know that. I introduced you to him today. Oh, I didn't know that was an SEO person. He does many things. He does audience development, but one of those is SEO. Oh yeah. And, and I don't know if you were here, but when he came in uh, yesterday, I asked him a shit ton of questions about search engine optimization. Yeah. Because I wanted to know more about it. Yeah. And I learned a lot, my friend. That's I cool. learned a lot. I um, like was pretty into that a while back. I mean, I think I have a lot. I think it's pretty cool. I know a lot about that stuff. But I all of my interview questions, I would ask things like that uh, when we when I'd have to like interview developers. But like it's interesting to see how Google over time has kind of like got rid of like backlinking. As a, as oh, yeah, a, I know. They do so much more stuff. Because the because now backlinking potentially, depending on where you're being backlinked, could actually negatively impact your search results. Yeah. Because there used to be black hat SEO people. Yeah. Who would like have these blogger networks that were just essentially link farms. Totally. I mean, that was a totally thing. Because they, they weigh it on the importance of stuff. But then also the mobile thing. They check whether you have a mobile version. That like was just, we talked about that maybe three weeks ago. Well, also, uh, th- what I was getting into was uh, he said now with mobile devices yeah. um, is that Google right now is getting something like 8% more search terms that have never happened ever before. Like, you totally oh, that's, unique. That's super impressive. I wouldn't have thought of that. It's something crazy, some new stat. He was telling me all about it, how the way people are searching now, like, they at, instead of just searching, like, you know, whatever, Saeed, uh, Saeed Wachowski brothers. Saeed Wachowski brothers, or Saeed Wachowski's. Yeah. Um, people are actually asking Google questions. Oh yeah, so they do like more context. So it's like all this context, yeah, and and it's like these have never been asked before of Google. So it's actually become it's become this new uh, this new focus for Google to like actually answer the question, which you do. Like if you typed in how many ounces this or that, like yeah, I, well, I love that. I use that all the time. I use the Google Now way more too. It's like super useful. I oh, like yeah. my favorite is you can ask it calories and things, and a lot of times it knows. Yeah, like for instance, I believe today you asked me something, and I I I literally looked up. I I typed in the question to Google. Yeah. And like the fourth result down answered the question. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. So anyway, like so Google is you know obviously making changes to kind of like. Do you think like has Bing and Yahoo like they're still around, but I feel like they're even less relevant than they were before. Well, doesn't Bing power Yahoo? I don't know. That's a good question. I think Bing powers Yahoo at this point. They're less relevant. The only thing that Apple could do to try to get off of Google is like have their own search thing because I mean they use Google, right? They don't have another provider. Well, I I mean they have Siri. That's kind of different, but. Yeah, and there's still it's series probably still scouring Google, and like, uh, so for instance, I know when Google, um, when Apple came out, and you remember they released that Maps product that was yeah, terrible, Apple Maps. Oh, that was the best in uh, in um, Silicon Valley. That joke they were because <laughs> how crappy the. Oh wait, did, are you not? Did you not watch it? No, you could spoil it. Spoiler alert. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, like um. See, there's this horrible product and they're doing user testing and the users are like pretty pissed. They're like, this is like the worst thing that I've ever used. This is just garbage. Like 
this makes me lose faith in like uh these are what the like user test people and like it's it's the super funny users so how do you feel about this jennifer <laughs> would you agree or disagree with it's like super you know like user test guy but yeah. then uh the the main ceo guy is uh behind the glass and he's asking his uh his execs that are there too like how did this get through like how bad is this how are we gonna fix this and it's like is this like zune bad and like <laughs> and they're like uh no <laughs> then like he says like a couple more things it's like it's like apple maps bad <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, he like freaks out and he like throws a chair at the window or something <laughs> have you ever been to have you ever been to any focus groups i've only done a couple like, my friends used to do them a bunch because you get paid but no i actually i've been behind the glass as an observer oh. I've watched the videos, like when we were doing website stuff and like you see people, I feel like it's not really accurate because people just like, it's useful, but they just talk about what they're doing the whole time. They're like, well, I thought maybe if I clicked here, well, I'm clicking over here now, but uh, I thought well, that's I a, like, this is going to open. <laughs> but that's more of a usability test. Yeah. No, I'm talking about like you have a bunch of people in a room and you ask them questions about stuff. Like just random things? No, like if, for instance, you ask them how they feel about, you know, product X. Like, what is it? What What's the first thing that comes to mind when you're talking about oh, thinking? Yeah, kind of thing. yeah, yeah. I've done those. Uh, I used to do them a lot for when I worked at Spike TV for the programs I worked on. I kind of um, want to just do some like just for myself. That'd be pretty fun. Get a bunch of people in the room and say, "What do you think of this outfit?" Yeah, like come up with the usability, like with the I guess usability and like just like random things i well i guess like it wouldn't be useful it'd be fun though you know be fun, <laughs> and pay you know, everyone like ten dollars or something actually now that i think about this you know it'd be really funny uh, is that a person it's like a an app okay it's kind of like a, sur a personal survey yeah so like let's say you're by yourself and you're in the mall and you really like this pair of jeans but you're really oh, unsure yeah. about them that is a really good idea <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's basically what Facebook is, though, but you're asking your friends, which is way more relevant. Yeah, but instead, yeah, but friends aren't going to be honest. That's so, true. So you need to go out there and you just say, for five cents, answer this question. Oh, yeah, and you pay them. Yeah, you pay them. What? That is a good idea. <laughs> I think people would be on both ends of that. They'd be willing to pay and they would be willing to get paid. Right, think about it. If you could ask five cents, 100 respondents, Dude, do these jeans look good on me? Yeah. That's a pretty good... That is a really good idea. I'm so, <laughs> We're, we're going to erase this part of the show so it's no one's... <laughs> but, uh, uh, oh, I had, a, I had a time. Oh, speaking of all of these uh, internet things, did you hear that tomorrow they fast-tracked the net neutrality laws and they take effect tomorrow? So like even though all of the cable companies are trying to appeal it or whatever, like they can't because it takes effect tomorrow. So they're gonna have to like it's already in place because that's like a huge thing that it's precedence that like taking it down before it goes up is like easier than taking it down once it's already in existence. You know? Interesting. I like so, that. Like, so starting tomorrow, the internet is considered a utility officially, and so that means there can be municipal internet. And like, there's just like more stuff about, I mean, there's more regulation, which is the whole, everyone says like, oh, but it's going to be messed up like the post office or whatever. <laughs> but I think it's pretty cool. So it's an official thing. 
That's pretty cool. Uh, I'm uh, I'm supportive of that. I know. Tomorrow. I, you know what I thought you were going to say? Speaking of uh, uh, things about the internet, there's this thing called the Internet of Things. Oh, yeah. IoT? Yeah. Yeah, I'm making one right now. Dude, that, I set it up. I was waiting for you to throw it down. Because uh-huh. I didn't even write that about it. You I didn't did write, write it on there. I didn't write that it was the Internet of Things. But no, it basically but I, is. I knew what you were saying. So anyway, everyone, there's a thing called the Internet of Things, which is essentially internet-enabling devices around your house, common things, potentially wearables, potentially your refrigerator, or in this case, something that Mr. Fresher made over there. Why don't you tell us what you yeah, made? I am working on... So there's these awesome chips. I think I talked about it in a previous one, but I bought a couple of them. So it's just... Uh, these Wi-Fi chips. Oh wait, I don't even know if I have it to focus. No, That's I think fine. I have it. Oh, there it is. It doesn't really help, anyways. <laughs> anyways, it's these Wi-Fi chips. They're like super small, but this is like five dollars, and it was super easy to use. So like I, I programmed it. I mean, you need like a um, a programmer for it, and like you got to write the software and whatever. But then it just loads onto this, and this with just a battery, like can like be a web server and you can hit it from your browser and get data back or you can like turn stuff on and off like the demo I like got it to work yesterday so you go to the page you hit a URL and it turns one of the pins on and off which you could do whatever but what I'm doing is I bought these temperature and humidity sensors also so I'm going to make this a package with uh, two AA batteries and then I'm going to make it so um, this will just be outside, and then I can hit it to see what the temperature is. Because I want to have like a temperature dialogue on my uh, home automation site thing, so I can see what the temperature. Is. I'm gonna make like three or four of them. Like I, I bought like a couple of them, and then I have like a couple more of the things. But I'm gonna put one like on each floor of my house and outside, so then I can have a stat thing. And then I'm gonna start taking a chart of the temperatures, so I can have like historic data. Because I want to see how my uh, air conditioning and heating works out versus how cold it is outside because I have a power monitoring too. But uh, speaking of my air conditioning, it's pretty awesome, seeing as it's been like 90 degrees this week and stuff. You actually can't see here, but I had to open up the window over here on the left here. Yeah. Um, It was... So right now, I don't know if you know this, but it cooled down significantly in the last probably 25 minutes. Yeah, at night it's been cooler. So, but it was about 97 degrees in this office when I came in here. I'm not joking. My, uh, you could see this a sheen on my, on this, my, this HD scowl right You're just here. Fine. You just shine parlance. I'm shining because not because of my personality. Is I'm shining. I'm sh- no, I'm shining because I'm sweating my fucking ass off. Part of my French. <laughs> and there's the explicit tag for the evening. My friends. Thank you. Explicit Thank you. Tag. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, air conditioning has been pretty sweet. I've been tracking like how much power it uses. I think it's costing me, like usually it kicks on around four o'clock, like from being, like, getting hot and like using the cool from the night. But I haven't even like opened my windows or just like just having my house closed off. It stays around like seventy six degrees, and I have it set to seventy four. But I guess like. It's the, the basement 74, but then the upstairs is like 76, according to my thing. But I just want to track the difference and then maybe like make some uh, air movement fan things and stuff to equalize. I don't know. Data mining. I, my, I, I know. You're, you're, this is classic. It's super easy to use. But first, you got to write a program. Then you yeah. have to build a thing. No, you 3D print the casing. Yeah, it's super yeah, easy to use. Print the case. It's going to be sweet. 
But seriously, I mean, it's way easier than I like would have expected. I mean, I, you didn't even have to write like it's seriously like forty lines of code, and it was the example to make this be a web server. Like, you don't have to write any of the protocols; they're like hardwired into the chip. So, like, it just does everything. Like, it's easier to get this to hook up to my network than it was like a Linux laptop or even a Windows. Like, there's always wireless problems. I would never expect wireless to work like easily. My so when I bought my Samsung connected TV, yeah. I literally had to change. You know how there's like WPA, WEPA, yeah, yeah, all of the yeah, yeah. I had to like scroll. Like whoever worries about like encryption shit, right? Normally you just sign yeah. in and work. With the Samsung TV, nothing would work. Not one thing would work. So I was like literally flipping through encryption, 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 trying to get it to work. And you're saying, and that was a expensive piece of machinery. Your five dollar chip. Yeah, worked. that's my point. So, I mean, I didn't even think it was going to work. Like, I thought, like, because I loaded it and it didn't, it said it loaded, like, the first three times because I had to get my loader thing. You have to, like, jump the, I mean, you have to follow a lot of detailed instructions. But, like, overall, like, the actual physical stuff that you have to do is not very much. And then, um, yeah, I just, I put in, it was, I have WP2 or whatever it's called. And um, it just connected in two seconds. After it boots, it's off. It turns on, and then it's like two seconds. It connects to your network. That's amazing. So, I I was so really if anyone wants a fresher and parlance branded th- th- temperature monitor for their house, send eighty dollars to <laughs> to our eighty. I know, right? Yeah, just because so anyway. that's the design. That's the design that costs a lot. Yeah, I mean, the specialness factor, it's mean it's fresher and parlance branded. I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> the other problem with having it be consumer is that the, um, the Wi-Fi password and name are hard-coded onto the chip. So, like, you have to reprogram the whole thing if you want to change networks. No, so you... I was thinking, so there's an SD card. Uh, you can make an SD card work with it, and I thought of having a text file that had the configuration or something like that, so then it'd be changeable. But an SD card would like double the size of the like the chip, you know? Yeah. I like just how small it is. So there's the Internet of Things. Speaking of things that are pretty cool. What, um what, what else what else we got going on the here? The triple crown winner in horse racing. Oh that's yeah, I was wondering. Oh. Did you write that? I was wondering you oh yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, so American, I believe it's American Pharaoh. So I always remembered the last time that someone won a Triple Crown because it happened right around my birthday, the year I was born. So, um, <laughs> how did you remember that? Because I, I they, because the Triple Crown is so rare in horse racing, it hasn't happened since 1978. Not how would you even like. I mean, you were just born. Well, I don't remember it. I just know that it happened. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're killing me. Jeez. It actually happened consecutively. Seattle Slough, which you probably know, Seattle Slough, you know, because okay. Seattle. But then Affirmed did it in 1978. So there's essentially been 30-something, 30 37 years of, uh, of, of not having it happen. Yeah, that's a pretty long time. Wait, did someone win a lot of money? Well, essentially, you know what the Triple Crown is, right? No. I mean, three horses win in order or something? 
No, you so have to wins all three main main races. Yeah, exactly. You have to win the Belmont Stake, the Preakness, and the uh, Kentucky Derby. And so, you can only and, do it. It's for only three year old fillies. So only got one shot at it. Then they still make glue out of the horse, right? No, absolutely not. If you're a winner, what happens is you get um, you you become a breeder, dude. You get extra extra hay. You get a breeder, man. Straight up breeder. Cool. Um, wait, let's see here. What year? Was, so it was June. No, wait. It was June 11th. It was literally almost on my birthday uh, that it happened. But um, I was born June 13th, and this was June 11th. So, so that, now I have nothing to remember my birth my birthday year by. So f that. Because <laughs> you're like, when was the last triple whatever? 2015? Wait, that's not my birthday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So let's see. American Vale. All right. It's won a bunch of races. It's lifetime earnings. Just it's lifetime. Earnings. It's only race seven times. Yeah. It's won four and a half million dollars, that horse. That doesn't seem like that much. For a horse? How much money have you made for racing? Seven times. Yeah, right. On Grand Theft Auto. Winning an ookie cookie so you don't have to eat the cookie doesn't count as a win. I well, you know what counts as a win right now? This beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, so that yeah, that's I think that's um, I that think is, that, it's notable. It, no, it's super notable. I was actually listening to the uh, Prodigal Sons podcast. I didn't listen to the whole thing because I ran out of time, um, but I'll, I will eventually catch up. But he said that his his roommate. Long, his roommate who's actually moving out, a woman who's into horse racing or horse breeding or essentially equine, what do you call that? Equinery? I <laughs> don't even know what that word is. Equine? Isn't, isn't that the way you talk about horses? Equine? Maybe. I, maybe I just am not up with the... Oh yeah, look at that. Part. Equine. Of, relating to, or affecting horses or other members of the horse family. Totally never heard of that. Yeah, so she's into the, the world of equinery. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> She uh, she broke down in tears when the horse won. Who did? Uh, Jared's roommate. Oh, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah, that's how important it was for some people. It's uh, and, and you know a lot of times people say, "Oh, I want to get a T-shirt with that horse on it and see who knows what I'm talking about." So, so here's the thing. This is what I hate. This is I really hate this. What is it? What when is it, Harley? Say, when people say. Oh, we need we horse racing needs a hero. We need an athlete, an athlete, like like someone, the dude. No, like essentially, people t- refer to these these horses as athletes. Yeah, as if they're individuals, which I kind of for and kind of against, but they talk about it like in a really like a really weird way. Like it's just really weird. Like they talk about like we people need heroes. And this American Pharaoh is a hero now. He so like is he a hero? I guess he made that girl cry. <laughs> he I mean, crying. But so here's my question, and I pose it out to our audience: Is a, can a horse be an athlete? I mean, they're being ridden by a human. But you're saying that the human did all the work. I'm not saying the human did all the work. I'm saying can an, just because they run in a race and win a race, and they're a horse, are there are they an athlete? Or is athlete specifically related to... Um, I think it's people. People, right. But this is my point. People call these horses athletes. They're trying to... Yeah, they just... I don't know. 
I don't know about this horse, this horse hubbub. Yeah, so it's so funny. So apparently, so LeBron James, the NBA Finals is going on. So I've yeah, indire- I've, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm indirectly paying attention to it because LeBron James is literally might be the greatest basketball player of our generation. Like you're this, also watching the girls' soccer, right? I am watching the. Oh my gosh! Thank you for bringing that up. I, but anyway, uh, USA Sweden tomorrow, four o'clock Pacific. Check it out. Fox Sports Two. One. I mean, anyway. Um, <laughs> Fox Sports uh, 2, 1, go. Hey-o. So anyway, um, I guess my point is this, is that they, so they, they were like, LeBron James is an amazing athlete. He might be the greatest athlete in the world, right? So Not compared to that horse, dude. But uh, this is my fucking point, Fresher. In the press conference after game two of the semi of the finals, Steve Kerr, former um, Michael Jordan teammate, um who's now coaching the opposing team, the Golden State Warriors, they, someone asked him in a press conference after the game, is LeBron James the greatest athlete of, of all time or in the world right now? And Steve Kerr was like, I don't know. He's out of his world. Maybe American Pharaoh might be as strong an athlete. American Pharaoh? Is that the horse? That's the horse's name. This oh, is my what? point. On yeah. Fox Sports, they said that? No, they said that on the press conference after the game, the coach of the opposing team facing LeBron James essentially compared... What? That's he crazy. Said, he said one of the greatest athletes in the world is LeBron James. Oh, and by the way, American Pharaoh. <laughs> the horse. The horse. <laughs> so fuck horses and fuck that race and fuck that. <laughs> not horses. The horses, aren't, horses aren't athletes. They're horses. They are horses. They don't know what they're doing. They're just chasing the carrot. They just don't have the carrot there for the race because that's against the rules. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of sports stuff, I saw in here that uh, in the next Olympics, they're totally going to have baseball and softball again. Well, no, wait, let's be clear. They submitted it to try to get it back into oh, the yeah, game. Since it's in Japan, right? Exactly. So, so like, yeah, Japanese people love baseball. That's exactly right. So they're essentially saying, that's essentially the pitch by the U.S. Baseball Association or whatever. Yeah. They're like, they're like it's baseball. It's Japan. Japan I know. It's baseball. But I thought the places get to add sports back too. So like, yeah, it's totally legit. It's. I hope it happens because it's kind of sad that baseball is not in the Olympics, especially when there's things like what we were talking about last week, that like pentathlon where you're on a horse and then you're shooting guns. Like how is it that people get to do pentathlons and That's not... Right, so, yeah, I thought we were talking about this and you said that they don't shoot guns on the horse. We talked... They don't shoot guns on the horse. They hop off the horse. This is my point. It's yeah, but like, yeah, I just so ba- I mean, I still think they shoot the guns on horses, but you just said that they did. But li- like you were arguing against that earlier, so I have I, to uh, point out. All right, that you're saying it's, now. It's a miss. I'm misspeaking. My point is, is that they're on a horse and then they're shooting fucking laser guns. Oh yeah, laser guns. That's not as cool. Yeah, it, my point is, is that. Oh, by the way, do they give the freaking medal to the horse too? Since they're freaking athletes, I it's doubt it. Horse. It's a random horse. The horse is- isn't even a known. This is my it's point. So it's hard a, that's, they have random horses. That's a that's a horse off the street. It's <laughs> do they? I don't know if they, they do. Some horse that's walking by, and then that's the one the athletes get. The, the horse is just literally galloping by. It's like doo, 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 doo. they're like, "Hey, horse, horse, come over here." And the horse is like, "Who? <laughs> Me?" <laughs> some good horse noises. Also. Jason has a tweet out, athletes have to be people as far as I'm concerned. Unless Sarah Jessica Parker is racing, then a horse can be an athlete. 
<laughs> oh, that's an implication. She has some sort of horsey features. I'm assuming. Um, horse esque. She's horse esque. No, but uh, um, my point is, is that do you think they they randomly drug test the the street the horses too? Probably, yeah, because you can't drug them, right? Well, I don't know. They are horses off the street. That's true. The street horses. I mean, there's just no telling. I know, right? The street horses are like street people. They're probably all high on PCP and yeah, uh, yeah. Because I would imagine, though, you would probably want to give. They're huffing a bunch of it. Oh god! Oh. <laughs> Terrible. I was too excited about that that I couldn't like totally form it right, but it could have been better. <laughs> huffing a bunch of it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm assuming you would probably, if you were just to take a horse off the street. And yeah. you would probably want them on some sort of Adderall or something, you know, something to keep them really focused. Yeah, no, but you want them not to be focused because it's like one of the difficulties in that race is that it's a street horse. <laughs> you know you know what I like to see? Street horse racing. Now that's what I'm up for. I feel like a street... <laughs> st- <laughs> we just get, you know, like a drag race, but instead it's just horses off the street. Just get them and race them. <laughs> Billy? <laughs> I'll bet you five. Who is the ta- talking horse? Uh, Mr. Mr. Ed. Mr. I sang him a theme song at the start. Of, a horse is a horse, of course, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, gosh, it's all coming around. So it's, uh, as if, it's as if we planned this. So anyway, um, uh, I don't I even know. The, where. Um, I was going to talk about this duck thick, but I don't even know what the oh, these that- guys, man. Are we moving off of animals? This is a segue off of animals. It's not. Sports. It's not. It's not really because it's called downing the duck, which is an yeah, animal. What is, that? what is that? So essentially, that's the con that the inmates used, yeah, in, to kind of convince the worker at the pot, the prison to 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 break free. It's essentially. Yeah, it's essentially it the duck. Did they say that in that video? They, they say it in the article. So here it is. A civilian. Uh, this is by from NBCNews.com, by the way. So if you want to go check it out, you can go check it out. Maybe we'll put it on. Um, essentially, uh, there are a few potentially da- uh, prison con games are as old as lockups themselves, but there are but there are few as potentially dangerous as the hustle that seems to have snared a worker at Clinton Correction Facility in upstate New York and allowed two convict murderers to escape. The civilian worker, Joyce Mitchell, was assigned to the Maximum Security Prison's tailor shop, where authorities said she had befriended the inmates Richard Matt and David Sweat. By the way, Richard Matt and David Sweat, does that not sound like a dance group if you've ever heard one? <laughs> Richard Matt and David Sweat. Over the course no, of the- performing, yeah. <laughs> Matt and Sweat. Um, <laughs> Over the over the course of a couple months, Matt charmed her, apparently leading her to believe they were in love. So when does it get to the? Hold down. on, I'm, well, I had to get into it, and this is the next. TLDR, segment. TLDR. All right, inmates <laughs> even have a name for the way they meticulously groom and slyly manipulate their prison workers. It's called downing the duck. Oh man! So there you go, downing the duck. If you want to, yeah. if you're a prison, if you're in the prison population, is it like limited to prison? I mean, can you just? Use that? I'm assuming you can't down the duck anywhere, but it seems like it's more of a prison thing. I mean, what do you, how do you. I don't even get, like, how that phrase works. Like, what does that mean? Is it specifically girl, boy, boy, girl? Or. I have no idea. In the article, they were saying that this happened to some, like, dude in a girl prison, too, or something. Downing the duck. Oh my gosh, if you do a search, it comes up. Downing the duck. Anyways, those guys, like, those guys who escaped, though, that. 
the escape thing looks crazy. They're all like down in the weird pipes and cut a hole in the wall, a steel wall. Yeah, it looks, I mean, it totally seems like a movie or something. So just so you know, um, Downing the Duck, I was just like looking here, but I just want to point out that in this article, they also mention that there was an author of a book called The Art of the Con, Avoiding Offender Manipulation. This guy, I guarantee you, has only been called twice in his life. Once when that other story happened, and then once when this story happened. <laughs> I know, I, like, I feel someone else, there was some documentary or something about the specialist who, like, it was really, like, not likely thing, but he had written a book or was whatever, and then all of a sudden he was, like, the only specialist they had on, like, all the news channels, and he got, like, super big. We watched that. That was for the MH370 uh, missing jet. You remember that whole story? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what it was. But then that guy was saying that it was just totally like, he's just always on shows as a specialist, and it was just him and these other specialists arguing for, like, months because they just <laughs> didn't drop it, you know? Yeah, because they have nothing to talk about. So I once saw Jeff Bezos speak, the, you know, the founder of Amazon. Yeah. And he, he said something I thought was pretty astute, which was, uh, you know, like, a lot of people spend a lot of time trying to catch the wave, right? Yeah. So like if there's a hot trend, people like jump on that trend and they try to catch that wave and ride that momentum and, and do the thing. And he said, that's really hard because by the time you try to catch the wave, the wave passes you by. Yeah, totally. And so he said, like, you should let passion drive you. Wait, that's not just him. That sounds like a super standard thing, right? Well, maybe it's a standard thing, but he's the first person I heard say it, and I thought it was pretty good. He said that what you want to do is drive, follow your passion or do the thing that you love and in hopes of the wave catching, catch, coming and hitting you and you ride that wave in because now you're in front of the wave. Because, you know, you go surfing, you want to be in front of the wave to catch it, not like, you know, yeah. at the last minute, go whatever. But you got to not wipe out too. That's true. You got to not, yeah, you got to keep the balance, keep things steady. You got to be a, keep yeah. your head on your shoulders kind of thing. Yeah. So, get so, excited. So I think what we need to do here at Fresh and Par is just like really talk about a lot of topics so that one day when that thing comes, I know. Then our, be like, we could point back to our video from like, you know, you know, when that massive uh, Adderall store, uh, scandal yeah. comes in the Olympic pentathlon in 2024. You know I, yeah. You know what I'm excited for? Yeah. Is when uh, Google starts subtitling everything by, uh, you know, voice recognition or whatever and then we're just gonna have all of our like transcripts of our show and then they already do that they already do that i don't think they do it on our video though they absolutely do it on our video have you ever looked at it no they have the subtitles it's not it's not something they have search for content like that we're talking about you would have to you would probably have to copy and paste it but i've looked at it it's not 100 percent perfect because we still no way you can search it by stuff we talk about that's awesome Absolutely. You could definitely do that. There's a, there's we a, we trans- need to just have a part at the end of our show where we say buzzwords for the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's definitely a transcript to the, to the episode. You can check it out. Uh, I've done it before. It's I not- mean, if I could just download all of that and see what that's cool. I mean, I knew that they do that, but I didn't think they did that on it. Like I thought it's one of those features, like only when you have like, you know, a hundred subscribers, then we start doing it or, you know, something like that. Um, By the way, I, everyone, subscribe to our YouTube channel. <laughs> I, I think, you know, be interesting would be to um, take all of the text from all 64 hours of, or what, it's probably like 100 hours of episodes. Yeah. And, and, uh, and 100 hour episodes, and then put it into a word cloud. Yeah. See, oh, I want to do that. Just, I just want the words. Like, that seems like a lot of good data mining stuff. I'd want that word cloud, though. 
Yeah, I could probably do that. <clears throat> that is a good idea. So anyway, um, I don't even know where we were. We were talking. Oh, uh, riding the duck. Yeah. So anyway, I guess my point is, is like eventually this guy gets called in because he wrote a book about how con how people in prisons can con you. Um, so back to the animal thing. What's CatCon? What's CatCon? Oh, CatCon, dude. They totally just had CatCon. I think it's the first one. They had all the famous internet cats there with a little. They had a little bub with the podium. I think he hosted it. But I guess Grumpy Cat was not invited. Apparently. And was he but, was Grumpy Cat grumpy about that? I think that they said they didn't want his bad energy. <laughs> grumpy Cat was not in attendance at the inaugural CatCon, as reported by New York Times. She was apparently not welcome. I don't want cats being held up like a piece of meat. Organizer, that's what that's what Grumpy Cat thought. Apparently. That's what Grumpy Cat thought. I think I don't know. I guess I don't understand the context. But anyways, yeah, CatCon. It's a thing now. Now that it exists, I, I might I might have to bring Jeff. I, a quick question: uh, what What's the deal with CatCon? Like, I don't understand. Like, what What do you do there? You just like bring your cat, and the cats. It's about cats. I mean, what do you do at any convention? What do you do at like the Star Trek one? I mean, you can meet the cats and stuff. Well, so instead of meet the cast, you meet yeah. you just invert meet the, the, the the TNS. Meet the yeah. cats. It's the TNS. Uh, I, I guess um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I wonder if the. I feel like that's like strangely close to the the um, the furry convention. They there's pro, I would bet you if you were to do a Venn diagram of furries and cats, cat there might people. there might cat con, I think there might be a small overlap. There might yeah, be it doesn't seem like super a lot. Well, I will say this though. I'm not. I'm not feeling this lady with the cat lady tattoo. Kelly, t- oh yeah, I know that's dumb. That's but terrible. I do like the CatCon uh, wristband. I would kind of want one of those, even though the font's stupid. I I do like the CatCon um, podium where the cats are being yeah, interviewed. That's real love right there, dude. And they have the uh, they have the the dancing the dancing bass or the singing bass on the wall there. Just... <laughs> I didn't realize. I mean, I saw the bass, but I didn't realize it was the dancing one. I'm pretty sure it's the dancing bass. I'm pretty sure it is now that I look. At it. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome um so, yeah, so this is a very animal centric uh what other animal stuff is going on um i don't i don't dogs have... man <laughs> <laughs> Man, i'm looking at our twitter and man will tyler shut up all he's do I, i've seen about 750 tweets from tyler in the last half hour and by the way he's oh, talking like not ours just not, like not at us he's just talking tyler um and and on top of that, I see Tom Brew is chatting with him about um about. Oh my gosh! Uh, I can't believe Tom is chatting about it. He hasn't even tweeted our show yet. I know he's chatting with he's chatting with uh, Tyler about the death of Dusty Rhodes, but he can't come on our show and chat about CatCon. Well, let's and- just bring up this Dusty Rhodes thing because what I had to add about that is uh, Dusty Rhodes uh, is no more, right? That is true. And also uh, Christopher Lee. That's correct. Oh my gosh, who's the third one? Oh, uh, there was another person that died. Oh, there was already one. I wanted yeah. to speculate. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not a hundred percent in the about this, but I'm pretty sure Dusty Rhodes said, um, uh, 
clubbery rubbery and the belly welly. I th- I'm I'm not a hundred percent. What was the other one that you said that I didn't even know about him? But the, the other quote that you said earlier I, today, I, I, I can't think, remember. I can't that remember. That was really good. I'm the dream, just the modes. <laughs> That's a terrible impersonation, but he did have a really funny kind of southern drawl. Yeah, I didn't even. Yeah, I I even know. I even know. Trying to look at just things things the American dream said. Here, I'm looking at the top quotes here. Uh, um, I am thankful for my polka dots. If y'all will. Oh man, I hate I freaking hate automated video ads that overlay. Seriously, oh. could anything be more oh it's terrible. You terrible. Need an ad blocker. I know I do need an ad blocker. Ad blockers are pretty ter- terrible too though, I think. I know. I, yeah, I'm not a big fan of bloggers because, you know, bitches need to be paid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, by the way, like we're still getting some uh, some ad money off of our videos, which is cool. That's awesome. People should oh, watch the ads. Speaking of uh, um, not really anything, but we had a – two weeks ago we had a Things from the 90s episode, and we talked about Clearly Canadian and New York Celtic. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of people talked to me about that. They were like, oh, man, and some people remembered it. Some people didn't remember it, blah, blah, blah. I was looking for it at the store. So you know what I – did you see what – I saw a story today that, oh, yeah? you, that you may think is Crystal Pepsi is coming back. Oh, my gosh. Crystal – I mean, I like, the, I like the clear thing when that was, like, a big thing. But Pepsi, not on board. Pepsi's gross. But what about Crystal Pepsi? <clears throat> I would still – try it again but in general i'm not a fan of pepsi they had a great christy uh crystal pepsi integration in um uh fresh off the boat oh yeah oh yeah I've, oh it was over that's why i keep wanting to like another episode to come out but then i check my list thing and it's like oh yeah season finale disappointing <laughs> i hope that gets renewed i mean i'm sure that i could look it up because it would have had already been informed if it was there was a great. I don't know if you remember the commercial for Crystal Pepsi, but it was that Van Halen song right now. No, and it was like Crystal Pepsi was like splashing through water and rocket ships going up in the air and all the stuff. It was like right now, hey, there's no tomorrow. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look it up. Oh yeah, it's freaking awesome. It was epic. I think they did a 60 second ad in the Super Bowl for Crystal Pepsi. Like a minute. A for Crystal minute. Pepsi? Yeah. Crystal Pepsi, look it up. That's Crystal, crazy. Crystal Pepsi Super Bowl ad. I'll find it for you and I'll send it to you. It was a, it was sixty seconds long. It was in nineteen ninety three, and it was freaking epic. Oh man, I'm watching it right now. Why do you have to? I'm trying to like. We're we just gonna sit here and like. No, I'm not gonna watch it. Time we... <laughs> well, well, we might, we might, might, might have to do like a, a frame by frame analysis of the Crypti of the Pepsi, uh, Crystal Pepsi ad. <laughs> if we could like get it to play on here, we still, I, like, I mean, after like over a year, haven't got the whole, like being able to show pictures or videos on the no, show. I could, I could 100% play this right now. You want me to play it right now? Uh, yeah. Well, I, is there like, yeah, yeah. Just actually, do it. actually, it probably won't have audio though. I don't know. If you share your screen, does it give you audio? Just try it. Let's see what happens. All right. All right. Let's see. Let me see if I can do this. Uh, Hold on. This is like this is we're forging new territory here. Is it working? Do you see it? No, I don't see it. What? Oh, oh, I have to share it. Okay, hold on. Share. Does that work? Now I maybe see it. 
You see it now? Oh, yeah, now I see it. Right now, the future step, but here's the question. Do you hear it? What? Is there music? Yeah. Hey, there's no tomorrow. (laughs) Right now. Come on. It's anything right now. I know the moment. Do it right. Right now. The original music. (laughs) (laughs) Anything. Clear. (laughs) You sing. Right now, there's no tomorrow. Right now, come on, it's in. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Wait, hold on. Wait. <laughs> Someone just got a taste of the future. Someone just got a taste of the future. This guy just got a taste of the future. Pressure. I don't know if you know. Look at this guy. This guy got a taste of the future. Oh man. But this is my, my favorite though. I. Wait, hold on. Where's wait, wait. We gotta go back. Where this one. Right now, yeah. Well, is that money like, on the earth? Look at this one. Right now, the beaten track doesn't look so good, and it's a, ha- a mouse on what? a wheel. Ah, this is like the worst commercial ever, and like Crystal Peppy lasted like a month. <laughs> <laughs> they finally made like one batch. Oh wait, it was basically the feature of never. But this was like so hip in nineteen. 19- look at this. Look at this chick. Was it though? Right now is clearly different. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm that is sorry. horrible. That is horrible. Let me try to unshare my screen here. That was, but I tried to do the, the soundtrack myself. To I the, the, you doing the soundtrack made it better than the real sound, <laughs> like for sure. So uh, in the article, uh, that might be the my my favorite thing I've ever done on the show. Just so you know, <laughs> just so you- <laughs> I know we need to do more pull-ins so people who listen to the podcast want to like, you know, judge through actually watching it. Also, Jason points out, Fresh Off the Boat was renewed. That's good, because it's a great show. Uh, This article, by the way, that I'm reading on Yahoo Food about Crystal Pepsi, it says, Pepsi might be bringing back Crystal Pepsi, a popular drink from the 90s. At no point was Crystal Pepsi popular. (laughs) It was definitely not popular. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I don't know what to... Those those sodas, do they really need a growth model? Because they're totally peaked. Like, they're already so huge. Like, how are they... They don't even need to do anything to stay relevant. Like, they're trying too hard, you know? It's sort of just like the shareholders thing. We want to see growth. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. You're going to change something. Now you're talking about... Not about the pop... You're not, not talking about the problems with uh, caffeinated beverages. You're talking about the problem about capitalism, my friend, Fresha. Yeah. It's about making shareholders happy. It's about profits. It's about profits. Um, about about profits. About speaking of speaking of uh, profits, we're going to get none from this episode. But the uh, the I can't imagine when Leonard watch, listens to this thing, it's <laughs> with no visuals. I know that. When <laughs> <laughs> our lone iTunes listener, that's not true. We got a we got plenty of downloads on that thing. But um, um, thanks okay. everyone for downloading this. Yeah. So uh, we're about to break into. A pretty spoilerific uh, talking, talking of Game of Thrones, and that we're going to sign off. So this will be the time where, if you don't haven't watched Game of Thrones, you probably want to tune out, um, or if you just don't care at all, uh, 
<clears throat> by all means, stay on. I just want to shoot out. Uh, we have Jason Kirk listening tonight. He's of uh, Podvocacy. You can listen to that at podvocacy.com or on iTunes. We have our uh, flagship, although I would like to think we're our flagship, but we're not. Mm-hmm. Longbox Heroes gets many, many, many more downloads than us. You can find them at longboxheroes.com. We also have Prodigal Sons at prodigalsonspodcast.com. Also, dadstractions dad, at bealittleweird.com. So uh, there's our soon-to-be-named network. We did a network jam three weeks ago. If you haven't listened to it, you can find it at longboxheroes.com or at prodigalsons.podcast. We talked about the uh, Supergirl uh, premiere, uh, which leaked a little early, and we all did a review. Uh, I have no concept if uh, people listen to that, but uh, I hope they did. And uh, if not... Yeah, we were, uh, I wanted to like, cross-post it, but I never... Like, well, I know Prodigal yeah. Sons cross-posted, um, and so did uh, Longbox Heroes. We could put it on the website just as another post, you know? Oh, that's a good idea. We probably should do that. Because uh, we got to update. I don't think their last couple episodes are on there anyways. Yeah, I, yeah, I, we have it. And I, I mean, I did post it on our Facebook page, but I don't think that was enough. Yeah. Um, so uh, in lieu of not watching the uh, last week's movie, 100 Bloody Acres or whatever yeah, it was I just, called. I, didn't, I wasn't in a horror movie mood. Yeah. Um, we decided that we were going to talk about the current season of Game of Thrones. Up. And I this did. I, is the season finale. It's pretty exciting. So I'm I'm going to kind of like uh, I want to think of game. I'm going to I meant to do this earlier and I apologize, but we're going to I kind of want to go by uh, episode by episode for season five. Oh really? Oh, that's a pretty good idea. Um, I don't even think I can recall that much. It was so slow. It was yeah. Well, let's yeah let's let's talk about it. I feel so, like the last three were pretty good. Okay, so episode one, okay, was called The War to Come. In a flashback, a witch tells young Cersei that someone younger and more beautiful than herself will one day steal her accomplishments. After Tywin's burial, Cersei chastises Jamie for freeing Tyrion and their cousin Lancel returns, now a devoutly religious man in Pentos. A despondent Tyrion agrees to accompany Varys to Marine. To I don't like, remember that at all. You don't remember this at all? Not really. So essentially, this is the episode where where Tyrion's on a boat the whole time in in a yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that? And he's in the box, and he's just like, "Give me more wine." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the sons of the harpies make their first appearance. Oh yeah, again. Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah. So um, now that I think about it, if we were to go episode by episode, it would take forever. So <laughs> yeah, totally yeah. So let, maybe let's not do that. Um, I don't really know what format. I thought we'd just talk about all the. I mean, we should have just not talked about it earlier so I could say the same stuff. Yeah, so just avoid the rape. That's probably your, the wisest course of action here. <laughs> I already went into detail about that last time. So here's, here's some things that uh, I, didn't, I, I don't like. Uh, and some things I do like. Let me start with the things I do like. Um, kind of like the, uh, the Sons of the Harpies, because I guess in the, I don't remember in the novel them being a big deal. So I heard that all of this stuff, I mean, like, it's all about fundamentalists and, like, basically, like, fundamentalist groups, like, lashing out and, like, messing with the ordered, you know, like, stuff. Because, like, each different sect has its own fundamentalist, like, thing coming after them. I guess maybe not the Night's Watch, because, like, the White Walkers don't really count. That's just, like, monsters. But the... Like, there's no religion thing for that. But all the other ones, like, kind of have something to do with that, I think. Well, uh, so, all right. So everyone has, uh, so there's, all right, first off. All right, let's talk about the religions of this world. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so there's the many face gods. So they revealed that they they did a oh, lot of faces. Yeah, that was freaking crazy. The rumor yeah. face, pretty interesting. I think um, what's her name is getting pretty annoying though that she keeps like complaining, like you know, like, Aria, Aria. Talking about Aria, cool stuff. Yeah, Aria. So here's the thing: I can't stare at anything but her eyebrows. Really, I didn't even notice her eyebrows. Well, guess what? That's all you're gonna see now. Is when you look at her, you're just gonna be staring at eyebrows. Um. (laughs) So I didn't like like that she's a um she's a oyster sales girl. That's I know. I know. She's like cockles, oysters, clams. What is a cockle? A cockle is a type of clam. Huh. Um. They uh. I didn't like that she's all about being like getting revenge and uh, killing people and becoming an assassin and being part of this many faces of the God, like whatever tribe. Yeah. And then she just is, has an assignment and she just fucking lies. Cause she sees a guy that she thinks she knows and follows them to the bank or whatever. Well, I mean, she, that guy was on her list. That's what it was. Wait, which guy is that? That's the guy. That's what the guy who, uh, I don't remember killed someone that she likes she's it's one of the list guys because she just always is repeating this list and like that's one of the guys who she's like vowed to kill oh well that makes a little bit more sense because i was like like, people were foreshadowing that that like she was going to kill him because um when they had the small council and like uh, cersei sent the other old guy who's the treasurer yeah that's um the grandpa or the her the dad from the queen chick i don't you know tyrell Tyrell, yeah. And so, like, she sent him there because she knew it was, like, a pointless mission thing. Like, they're not going to give him more money. Like, but it's a dumb, you know, someone to go. And I think that they were maybe going to have that guy kill him. So it would be, like, a separate thing. So he'd be away because she doesn't want any more Tyrells. Tyrells. But people were saying that they were going to the Iron Bank, which is in the same place as the Many Face God. So they're like, oh, yeah, it's totally, he's on the list. Like, because he's the king's guard for like Arya to kill or whatever. So that was like one of those things. I feel like they have diverged so far from the books that they're not even the same thing anymore. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. Also, Jason says uh, you totally ruined Arya for him because now all he'll see is the eyebrows, also. <laughs> it's for what that might be the biggest spoiler of all. Now all you're now all yeah you right in front of your face seriously and it's literally in front of her face they're right there I oh mean, yeah my, that's my right big eyebrows but she has big ones too he killed her sword fighting teacher as Jason points out ah okay and he, the, that guy also gave her the needle thing her sword he gave her the needle I thought the father gave so. her no the father gave her the needle really oh. yes yes well there's that stuff. So yeah, no, like yeah, that's why she's going after him. Okay, so that makes a little more sense, but it still it seems to me that she could still follow this guy and kill that other guy. I mean, she was just like shocked because like no one from Westeros goes over there. Right. I don't know. Yeah, it does seem dumb, and also like that guy totally knows she's lying. Oh yeah, he totally knows. I, I mean, mean th- I only, he knows like everything basically. Yeah. So okay, so there's the many faced gods. Okay, then there's the the Melisandre, the the Red Queen. Oh, yeah. She has the one god. Yeah, so what's the one god? I mean, that's from the um, the south uh, west, or east. The Iron Islands? No. that's The Iron Islands are in Westeros. The southeast, like, of the world. Okay. Like, way down. That's where, like, uh, Valerian steel and stuff is from. 
Okay. Like past, like it's a different part of the map. And that's where like dark magic and stuff is from. But basically what I hear is it just recently magic has started working because people have always had these religions and all these like things that they do, but like it never worked before. And like just recently because, and that's why the white walkers are waking up too. And it's probably because the dragons were born because dragons like bring magic into the world. Interesting. Interesting. And so like all these people who didn't really have magic before, like the red queen and like, um, don't forget brand brand and the, uh, but they, yeah. I feel like, but they had so, but the, here's the thing that the, the two works, those, yeah, but those works had the powers even before the dragons were born. Yeah. I mean, it's not that it didn't exist at all. It just like got super stronger and like nobody, you know, it was like miracles, but like kind of far and few between kind of thing is what I hear. So like all this stuff, magic is kind of new. And just like an old thing. So then, had forgot about. Okay, so there's so there's now there's there's the the, the one god, the one true god or whatever. Then there's the old weirwood. Seven, seven gods or whatever from the. Well, don't what's... forget. Wait, hold on. No, there's the weirwood gods, the old gods. Oh, that's, I don't what, know. that's what the the people at Winterfell worshipped in the weirwood, like the. the oh old... yeah. And they would go to the tree and worship at the tree. Oh yeah, so the trees are the magic trees because that's where Bran is too. Right, and, <laughs> and right apparently now, all those trees are connected. Yes, that's talked about in the book. So he's like basically just watching everyone now. Yeah, and then there's the the seven gods, the seven whatever the hell. Yeah, and that's the but that's not the that's the sparrows one. Yes, the, yeah, the high sparrow. Um, and then what's, but wait, what is the, like, um, in Marine, what do they worship there? I don't know. Isn't that, that's the slave place, right? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they just don't, they just have slaves or something. Oh, oh, also, oh, the, wait, hold up. One more thing about the slaves. So she frees all the slaves, right? And then um, Tyrion gets captured by, uh, what's his face? The, the The guy that was thrown out of the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he gets grayscale. He gets, well, I mean, he does have grayscale, but here's my point is that if slavery has been made illegal, okay. Yeah. And then they get sold off to slavers. Okay. But the slavers are in the town where she lives. I thought slavers were not allowed to exist. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's like a gray area because like, I don't know. Because she's not enforcing it that well, anyways. She just killed all the nobles who did slaves. Well, that's my point: is that she was underground slaves. It's not underground slaves because she was there watching Barristan the Bold or whatever his name is. They I said forget that it. they were free men fighting. They said that. Yeah, they said like the first free men in the fighting pit or whatever. So they were just lying. Probably, I guess. I don't know. That is a good point, though. I guess, but yeah, no, because they did say that also. Hmm. So there's just some hypocrisy happening and she's just kind of turning her eyes. Well, that's why she didn't want to do it at all. Yeah, I mean, it is completely violent. It's disgusting. I mean, that's like historically. I like how that her one like guard guy is all about it because that's how that's how he got famous. Right, right. But just the, the, kick ass. His cell sword yeah, like thing. Also when he was like, I, I bet on the small, the small nimble guy. <laughs> and then at the end, the big guy totally just cuts his head off. <laughs> and he just kind of backs up. Yeah, he's like, oh, <laughs> fuck me. I yeah. mean, I was wrong. Yeah. Whoopsies. <laughs> that was pretty funny because he was totally, he was totally talking about 
I don't know if you saw that part after they chopped the guy's head off, but a dude ran out and grabbed the head and threw it in a bag and held it up in the air and everyone cheered. I no, I didn't that. notice that. Yeah. So, okay. So this, so I would say episodes by far. All right. So my review of this season yeah. is it's the worst of all the seasons. Oh yeah. I think so too. I mean, yeah. but it's also like, because it's so much build up. like there's so much in like that. Everyone wants to see it. You're waiting forever for every season and then like every season it's like more like oh i can't wait for the next one so like they, they have pretty like it's hard to meet those expectations so this is my opinion i used to advocate for smaller seasons yeah but now i'm i'm a fan of the like i'm okay with 10 episodes for the season but the fact that you have to wait one full calendar year yeah that's for, like way long it's way too long it's way too long to wait for a season but next season is the last one, right? No, there's it's seven seasons. Next season is season six, so there's there'll be this, oh, two more. So technically, yeah, two more seasons. That's cool. Do you think that the books will even come out at all? There's no possible way. There's no possible way that George Martin finishes the book series before the TV show ends. That'd be awesome if he finished it and just like started blabbering and like it wasn't even it was <laughs> it's not even the story. It's just like him as a narrator talking about like weird stuff, like not related at all. That'd be in, 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 the, in the TV show or in the books, in the books, like he releases them just cause he knows they'll sell, but like, like there's like one and a half real books and it just starts trailing off into like nothingness, like just well, like dumb stuff. <laughs> well, I would say in my personal opinion about those novels, yeah. Is that I feel very strongly that after the third book, the whole thing went to shit. <laughs> yeah. I I don't I will never read the books. I don't I don't think I'm interested in the books. The the day that they decided to split the stories into two, like essentially book four was half of the stories. Yeah. The day they decided to start adding in all these freaking characters and and telling, essentially making book four and five essentially concurrent, except two two stories like. Essentially, four and five happened at the same time, and at the very end of book five, they finally merge all the stories together. Yeah. The the moment that he did that, and it took like twelve years for that to happen. You mean in the books, it took twelve years? No, in our lifetime, in IRL, in real life, it took forever. It was like two thousand. Like I'm trying to remember. I wish I took them that long to release the next one. Yeah. Here, let's see. Uh, I didn't know that. I thought that they, they all came out, and then it was just long now. No. So I was I read these books well before they um, that they were a TV show. And oh, I yeah, added, I, mean, I know that it came out like way before the TV show, but I didn't know there was that much space between any of the previous books. So essentially, the the I'm trying to look at the dates here. So in 2003, oh no, in 2000, a storm of swords came out. Okay. Yeah. And then. In 2006, A Feast for Crows came out, which was only half of the storylines. So it was six yeah. years from there. And then A Dance with Dragons came out in 2011. So essentially, from two, it took from 2000 to 2011 to actually move forward with everyone. <laughs> yeah. And now we're in 2015. Yeah. And we've only essentially had... I mean, we've had five books, but really only four books in real time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it, so since 2000, we've had progression of, like, 
you know, maybe whatever, a book plus some chapters. So it's it's been a long slog for people of like it's been so long that I can't even remember book four or five at all. <laughs> like I can't remember them all. And that's you what think we are reread them. I think I think people do reread them all the time. Because like, yeah, it seems like they're I don't know, the books don't seem very good. I wouldn't read them. The, all right, I'm I'm gonna be honest. The first book, A Game of Thrones, like the first book. Yeah. I, I, so here's how the story goes. In I'm going to say it was in... That's true, yeah. Born and raised. No, no. In, I'm going to say in 19... I'm going to say what year was it? The book came out in 1996. I think I picked up that book maybe... I'm going to guess it was... Two, it was just after I graduated from college. It was 2000. Yeah. It was already in soft cover. Okay? I picked up the book just randomly off the shelf. No, I'm not joking. I rarely do that. I picked it randomly off the shelf. I read the back cover. I was looking for some high fantasy because I just read um, Lord of the Rings. Some high fantasy? Yeah, that's a genre. It's called high fantasy. What does that mean? I never heard of that genre. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know the full definition of it, but you know it when you read it kind of thing. High fantasy is, uh, let's see, a subgenre of, here it is, a subgenre of fantasy feature defined either by its setting in an imaginary world or by the epic stature of its characters, themes, and plot. Well, that's what? <laughs> what? Yeah, that's that's what high fantasy is. But for sure, that this is like Lord of the Rings is considered the arch archetypical arch. How do you say that? Archetypal work of high yeah. fantasy. The so anyway, quintessential. Yeah, exactly. So th- I was just looking for like another. Um, um, I was just looking for another. So I was like, this looks like one, so I'll read it. Yeah. I picked it up after I read that, after they chopped off Eddard Stark's head. Yeah. In the end of that book. I literally picked that book up, threw it across the room. (laughs) Did you not see that coming? No, no, absolutely not. I did not see it coming. He was like the hero. Like, you know, in in these books, you have heroes. He was presented as the guy who was making the most sense. Yeah, because he was like the only reasonable person. Yeah. I fucking threw the book. By the way, I often, I used to always do that. It's an old thing. When I finish a book, I would throw it. Um, <laughs> That's a good idea. Um, Did you ever throw it off of anything? Like a building or a bridge? Or no, because I want to get it back. I just, I'm not trying oh, to yeah. throw it to lose it. I'm trying to throw it, but like, fuck you, I read it. <laughs> yeah. um, When's which, the last time you threw a book after you finished reading it? Um, good question. I'm not sure. I, I propose... You throw the next book. Oh, wait, do you read them on a Kindle or something? See, that's what happened. I read them on my iPad now, so I can't throw the freaking uh, iPad. Yeah. However, I do have the... we got a way that this can work. Yeah. Well, no, I have a book I'm taking with me or whatever I'm, I'm going to read next called The Martian. Yeah. Um, and based, now a major motion picture starring Matt Damon, which I sent you the trailer. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, wait. Um, yeah, no, I want to see that. Yeah, so I'm reading the book that that's based on. Oh, yeah, I remember. That's like, I've never heard of anyone not wanting to watch even a trailer just because they want to read the book. Right. So I, so I, I have that a, phys, a physical copy of that book. So when I finish that book, hopefully I'll, I'll finish it this weekend. Throw it. I'll throw it. I'll throw it. But anyway, back to Game of Thrones. When I, threw, when I finished that book, I was like, fuck you, George Martin. And I threw it <laughs> because it was like so unexpected. It was yeah. so unexpected. And I, t- I then proceeded to buy books two and three, and I think three had just come out at, at, in soft cover at that time. Yeah. Um, I bought them all, like, fast. And um, 
I ripped through them, and then I just started buying copies for people. Buying copies from people? No, for people. Oh, really? Yeah, I was Who buying copies. Who did you make read it? Um, I made my friend David read it. I made my, well, then my fiance, this was later, um, read it. I made my mom read it. I made really? I made some random people like I, that copy got passed and I bought David to another person to another person. And they would always come back to me and be like, you fucker, you <laughs> fucker. You making me read that. You made me read that. Now I got to read books two and three. I kind of want to have a book to make people read. That's a good so, idea. So there's another book that I, I often uh, recommend to people as, and it's, I've only, I've bought a copy Actually, I'm not sure I or I made my mother buy a copy of it. Was uh, there's a book called um, it's by Pat, Patrick Rothfuss called yeah. uh, Wise Man's Fear, I believe it's called. Yeah. Um, if if it's it's actually called The King's Killer's Chronicle is the name of the series. Wise Man's Fear is actually book two. The first yeah. book is called A Name of the Wind. The Name of the Wind. That book is phenomenal. <laughs> really, it is. I would even say maybe better than Game of Thrones. Um, but like, is it, what's your, I mean, this is off topic kind of, but what would you say the best book that you've ever read is? The best book I've ever read? I have no idea, dude. That's, that's, that's like that's such a broad question. I mean, it's a very broad question. Um, I don't know. I can't answer that question. I don't have a favorite. I don't have a favorite novel. But uh, anyways, let's get back to Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Back to Game of Thrones. Anyway, everyone should read it, The Name of the Wind. I'm not so... reading it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guarantee you. Out there. I guarantee Everyone you. Else, I mean, just like, go ahead and read it. Just know that this one right here, not reading it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, back to the season. Um, I like the portrayal of the Sons of the Harpies or whatever. Oh, yeah. I, I, I kind of... I was, I don't know, the whole scene yeah, where... Like, you're like, uh, uh, no, I'm trying to think of the scene where they're going... I, I want more, more information on that city that got demolished when they were going through it, and then those stone men dropped on them. Oh, yeah, no, that's, uh, that's the old capital. Like, that was like the... Um, that was like the old civilization or whatever. Like, I get that's in the books, because my friend was telling me all about it. Like, we paused... Cause I watch I watch Game of Thrones over at my friend's house and like he just knows all the stuff and like he pauses it and explains everything the whole time. Uh, this is my point. He probably has reread those books recently because I can't remember anything about those that that <laughs> land. I think he didn't reread them. He just reads like the blog stuff that people post specifically about it. All right, so let's let's get to the meat and potatoes here. The the undead the undead have really come on this this season. Yeah. Oh, you mean like the whites? The White Walkers. Yeah, the White Walkers are the guys, and the whites are the zombies. They're all zombies. No, the um, the White Walker ones—they're not zombies. The ones that are, yeah, they are. No, I think they're just like monsters or whatever. You think that there's some evil like like being that has, <laughs> can release uh, bring back dead? Yeah. Okay, I can buy that. All right, fine. So they they've come back. Uh, we saw the death of a second uh, White Walker. Oh yeah, yeah, I know because that was Valerian Steel. Yeah, they so, called Dragon Steel apparently. So Valerian Steel <laughs> now is revealed to kill White Walkers. Yeah, because they didn't know that. And uh, Stannis burned his daughter. I know that was crazy. They said that that like 
they made that scene super emotional. Yeah, it's by having the mother run to the... Yeah, to the... it was pretty. I mean, it's pretty brutal, dude. Because yeah. that chick was cool, too. Yeah, she was nice. And I, they definitely didn't do that in the book. No, the, uh, the book was uh, different because they stayed home. Like, they stayed at Castle Black. Like, while he went out and fought, they didn't come with him. And also, but they said that, because there's a controversy or like a, not controversy, but whether or not in the books, because that part's ahead of the books. So they don't know in the books if they're going to kill her or not. Oh. Because they could, they could kill her like with the, the, red, the Red Queen could kill her by herself at uh, Castle Black, but that would have to be on her own, like her own volition. No, dude. He, he might get pissed at her. It's not ahead of the books because in the books, if I remember correctly, they actually the, they lose the battle, I thought. That battle. I, the, I, I heard that it's maybe ahead of the books. No, but the, like, even whether or not they lost a battle, like she could have done it there and the message would have got, wouldn't have got there. Well, I guess my point is is that they burned her before Stannis goes to battle Winterfell. Yeah, yeah, that's different. And and, and in the books, that definitely doesn't happen because the she's still alive. As a matter of fact, if I remember, I read something no, today. This is, you don't you don't spoil it for me. I mean, okay, spoil I won't spoil. I won't spoil it for you. I don't want to know. I mean, anyway, there's no one else we can ruin it for them. But right, essentially. <laughs> The bottom line is, is that that his daughter is like not dead in the books for sure, and yeah. um, but Brienne of Tarth, yeah, she dies in the books. Oh yeah, I mean that's the there was like spoiler stuff for that. That's like, like one of the things I heard. I vaguely heard something about that, but I wanted to not know the details because they might do something different. I feel like they're definitely going to do something completely different because I think they've surpassed her level where she is in the book. Yeah. Already. Like the story's gone well beyond her thing because in the books, Sansa doesn't marry Ramsay Bolton. Yeah. Well, because there was a fake Sansa. Yeah. It was Jane Poole, which was her friend. Yeah. That's yeah. That was different too. They were saying. So they, they apparently they didn't do it because they didn't need to introduce more characters. I see. Yeah. So when and this it is makes more sense, because then you're like, you know, people like stay interested in there's there are already way too many characters. <laughs> yeah. So imagine the book, which has probably 50 more characters. I know. Yeah. And then a lot of them are just dead ends. And that's my point is that they just, he, this is why George R. R. Martin just, just like write a, a small pamphlet. <laughs> Game of Thrones pamphlet. Yeah, he, the, yeah. Game of Thrones colon the end. <laughs> and it's it's literally a small pamphlet that just says for the ending. He's he's like check out the TV show and the end. That's what but he should do. Sell it, the pamphlet, huh? But then sell the pamphlet. Yeah, sell the pamphlet with some special artwork, <laughs> some custom artwork. But yeah, I, I, it's, it's, so anyway, uh, just overall, um, I did, I, this last episode, which is like, you know, her, she finally rode the dragon, Daenerys. Yeah. Which I don't ever remember in the book, but I could be wrong. It, that, I guess it did happen in the book too. It did? Yeah. Okay. Don't remember that at all. Some stuff happens that they might get to in the next episode that, uh, with, um, I always forget the midget dude's name. Tyrion. Tyrion. Like, because they all are in the city while she's gone. 
And so, like, they're dealing with all of the stuff. But they, they might show that the next ep- the next season finale. Yeah, maybe the season finale is going to turn it all around, and this will be the best season ever. There's no... Po- uh, maybe, maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's yeah. very unlikely, but... I, I will say, uh, 7, 8... So, I'm sorry, 8, 9, and 10... Or, sorry, 7, 8, and 9 have been very, were pretty good. Yeah. 1 through 6... They were, were pretty slow. They it were was not really slow. Good. Yeah, it wasn't... It was very... It was like... It's still good, and I say this all the time, is that even a bad episode of Game of Thrones... Yeah. It's still better than... 90% of TV out there. Oh, speaking of horrible TV, I was always tr- I was also trying to remember which I couldn't google that Canadian show that you were talking about uh with the um oh between in between between yeah. Oh I man. Find that. I couldn't find man, it. That show is terrible. <laughs> that show is terrible, but you got to watch it. Um <laughs> I may watch an episode. I'm behind an episode. I may watch it tonight. Um so I don't know I'm not really, I don't think we've really said much about it. It's just like, it's, I feel like it's been sort of disappointing, but it's still better than most things on television. I think yeah, I'm, just I mean, being... I'm still excited about it. And I like all the buzz. I like talking to all my friends about it. Yeah. It's fun to, t- it's, you hadn't been able to talk about it till like today. Cause you were not caught up. Yeah. It's definitely uh water cooler worthy. Yeah. Totally. It's probably the, one of the final shows that people come into work to talk about. I don't know. There'll always be a new one. Uh, think. All right. So tell me. So it doesn't work with. Here's here's why I think it doesn't work with Netflix shows. Netflix shows release all at the same time. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay. So you. Well, I mean, so, there could be another HBO show. Well, I just hear me out on this one. Okay. When you release this episode, all the episodes all at the same time, it, you un, or you're unable to inspire people to to talk about episodes because everyone watches at their own pace yeah that's true and so it's not a shared experience it's not contemporaneous so like people are like oh i'm on three and i'm on seven or i'm on five or whatever i finished it and one hour i finished it in one day or whatever i know it becomes difficult because everyone now is all like spoiler filled so i think people hesitate to talk about these shows because they don't want to spoil because they're on episode seven those people are on episode three or they'll whatever something like that um But with Game of Thrones and a couple other shows, like I think maybe, I don't know, True Detective might have been a good example of a show that people watched. I don't know. Um, where, again, another HBO show, but like where people actively, I think, seek out people to talk about last night's episode or last week's episode because um, because it, it's they care. They care a lot about it. And it's not all in one shot. I mean, I totally, I don't think it's like, I think it could happen again. I, but I can't like foresee what it'll be. Like, we talked about Fresh Off the Boat every day after we watched it. Yeah, it was good. But it's still not must-watch TV. Yeah, no, I mean, it was definitely, like, like a niche thing or whatever. Here's how I describe many shows that are not, like, Game of Thrones. So, you know, in um, at the end of a game, when you're winning by 50 points or you're losing by 50 points, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and like, little Johnny is sitting on the bench. He's not played a game all year. Yeah. Right? He, he, that's what I call fresh off the boat. Even though it's tremendously funny, it just means I've just spent a lot of time watching a lot of good stuff and I just need to, I need to put my scrubs in. Wait, I don't understand the analogy now. Okay. So little Johnny? Yeah, little Johnny's never, he doesn't play very often. You only bring yeah. him in, we only bring him in when so like. You brought him in? 
That's what that's what I call fresh off the boat, or like things like that. It's not must. Oh, it's, so you're comparing the show to Little Johnny? Yeah, Game of Thrones are my I starters. I thought you were talking about like being in a game. No, watching, no. And then they bring Little Johnny in or something. No, no, no. <laughs> the Game of Thrones starring Little Johnny? No. <laughs> what I'm saying is my starters, my my core players. Yeah. Right are like Game of Thrones, like the must watch. You're saying, are there going to be any new core players? This is my point: is that like I'm starting to have to bring in a lot more little Johnnies because my starters are getting hurt. <laughs> also, the little Johnnies are just getting better. I would just stick with this uh, baseball player thing. It's <laughs> maybe. a whole new game. It's a whole new game. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's maybe I need to expand my rosters of bench players. <laughs> Anyway, all right. I think that but does it. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to add? We didn't buttons it up. I actually I feel bad now. We 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 said we're gonna have lots of spoilers. I don't think we spoiled that much, and then we ended up talking a little bit about the show and then a lot I about we talked the whole thing. We like said the whole story. Okay. Well, uh we'll be sure to talk about um the next finale. Yeah, the season finale next week. And uh I think uh I think that uh, does it. Do you wanna do you wanna do the sign off first? All right, well, this is uh, this is fresher, Sam. Later, taters. And this is Parland saying, adios, muchachos. Oh, wait, no. Sayonara, muchachos.